Crofts at the NEC in Birmingham. It's busy, 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 and I'm delighted joining me in the studio is uh, Freya Rook. Hello, Freya. And Hi. actually, on my notes, you're about to become a doctor, aren't you? Yes, Dr. Freya Rook. Congratulations. <laughs> well done on that. Thank now, you. you're here with Buddy, who's a very special dog. Tell me about Buddy. Um, so, Buddy is my 10-year-old Springer Spaniel. I rehomed him off of Gumtree in the third, my third year of university, mm. and... Um, I saw an advert posted, uh, someone needs to come and collect this Springer Spaniel, we don't want him anymore. Um, I'd always grown up with dogs, but he was my first dog that I had that was my own. So I went and picked him up. Um, At the time that I got him, I was really struggling with my mental health, um, the pressures of being at uni. um, I'm an autistic female, I was quite late diagnosed, I also have ADHD as well, and I was really struggling managing I guess adult life university and everything struggling a lot with my anxiety struggling to go out um, and was really quite depressed Um, after I rehomed him um, it became quite apparent really quickly that he just had this natural knack of knowing when I was starting to get overwhelmed or when I was starting to get anxious Um, he would do things he would come and sit next to me he would put his paws on me when I was having a panic attack Um, I suffered quite a lot with night terrors and I would wake up and he'd be lying on top of me and licking my face to kind of bring me out of it. So it's something I looked into and um, I began training him as my autism assistance dog. And he, it's not an understatement, I wouldn't have completed university if it wasn't for him. Um, I went from not being able to attend lectures, not really leaving the house, to uh, going to all of my lectures Um, He'd come to the library with me and fall asleep under my desk whilst I wrote my dissertation. (laughs) Um, I then, after I'd completed my first degree, I carried on to do a master's. Um, And again, he would come to my lectures with me. Um, If if I was in like a crowded place and I felt myself getting overwhelmed, he would uh, lead me away to a quieter place and sit me down and kind of calm me down. Um, when I started working full time I was lucky enough that uh, they allowed me to come to him to come to the office with me so he would also perform those tasks at work and eventually I ended up moving up to Scotland to take a job as a surgical technician at the Equine Hospital up there um, and so he came all the way up to Scotland with me <laughs> I, It's not an understatement is it to say that he has had a massive impact on your not just your life but your quality of life yeah i i really wouldn't be here without him um i reached some really really dark places when i was in my early 20s um i was very suicidal um and he absolutely saved my life he was my reason for living for a very very long time um and i would find myself in some horrendous situations but he would always be there for me he came to hospital with me he just absolutely changed my life I don't think I'd be here without him we often talk about serendipity things that just happen because they're meant to happen yeah and you must have seen the advert on Gumtree and well the rest is history obviously but I mean thinking back to that moment you could have skipped that advert and moved on and and had a completely different dog And, and, you know, it's funny you say that because at the time I was looking for a dog and I knew I wanted to rehome a spaniel. Um, they do come up for rehoming quite a lot because a lot of people get them and don't understand the exercise they need and the stimulation they need. Um, and I'd applied to a couple of rescues and I'd been turned down because I lived on a farm, so I didn't have a garden and I was a student, so I wasn't a good candidate to rehome a rescue. 
and uh, a friend of mine at uni sent me his advert and said oh Freya have a look at him he looks really good and he was two and a half years old at the time and I said I'm really not sure you know I kind of thought maybe I wanted a dog that was a little bit younger than that ideally because uh, you know I was worried about behavioral issues and I was living in rented accommodation and I, I so nearly discounted him because of his age and I thought he was going to have all of these behavioral problems and he wasn't perfect when I got him he had really bad separation anxiety which fortunately you know we worked through and he got over um but yeah like I so easily just could have not do you do you think interesting hearing you talk about that do you think there is a um a a sort of consensus of need here between what he needed from you with his the things he was dealing with and the things that you live with and and deal with I I 100% think yeah we we definitely obviously found each other at the right time that we needed each other you know I didn't realize how bad my quality of life had got until I'd had him a little while and realized how much better it had gotten and he he isn't an anxious dog but when I got him I mean if I left him um, in the house he used to howl the house down and cry and cry he was never destructive but he obviously wasn't in his previous home getting the social interaction that he needed and was really struggling with all of that which I suspect is the reason they wanted to rehome him Um, and so yeah I definitely think you know I kind of became his person and he became my dog (laughs) absolutely what would you say to other people who may have similar um, challenges that you've faced uh, Freya or or different ones as well what would you say to anybody thinking about even the prospect of of getting a dog and and maybe inspired by by your story I would 100% anyone I would 100% recommend anyone that struggles in similar ways that I do to definitely consider getting a dog Obviously, it's really important to make sure that like their life can accommodate for them and that they select the right breed and everything. But, you know, I'm not the only one like there's so many dogs out there that perform like such an amazing service. And um, and it also like for me, because I really struggle socially, I struggle to go and make friends and I struggle to integrate. Having Buddy, I started doing the dog sports with him. It gave me a whole community. It gave me so many friends. My whole life now revolves around the dog sports. Um, And so it really, it just opened up a whole part of my life that I didn't even really know I was missing, but has just given me so, so much. (laughs) Now, we should just say there is another twist to this story, isn't there? Um, Because Buddy's on on the floor in front of us. He's absolutely active, but he's only got three legs. Yes. What happened? So, um, Buddy, about four, no, five years ago, I started competing Buddy in Flyball. Um, And I started that because I had moved to a new area. I didn't have any friends and I saw an advert for a local Flyball club. I thought I'd go along and give it a go. He loved it. I loved it. Um, And one morning, three years ago, I kicked him and my other two dogs out the cars at a field that we always walk at. All of the dogs went running across the field, which they always do. Two of them turned around to come back to me and Buddy just sat down in the middle of the field and lifted his leg up. And I ran over to him and as I was running over, I remember thinking, he's done something really bad. As you've said yourself, he's walking around at our feet. He doesn't stop. He never stops. He never has. So for him to just be sat there and not come to me when I call, I knew he'd done something bad. And I got there and his leg was sticking out at a funny angle. So I picked him up and took him back to the car and I took him to our amazing veterinary practice 
um, who I'm really good friends with and I passed him over to the vet and I said he needs an x-ray he's either dislocated his shoulder or he's broken his leg and she looked at me and she said there's no way he's broken his leg if he'd have broken his leg he'd be screaming the place down he'd be in so much pain maybe it's just soft tissue something like that I said I'm telling you he's broken his leg or he's dislocated his shoulder she rang me 20 minutes later and he hadn't just broken his leg he'd exploded his shoulder joint it was in about 10 different pieces I think they said um the problem was it obviously needed an extensive surgery to put it back together. Um, it was possible to put it back together, so he had to go down to a specialist to have that done. Um, after he had that done, we picked him up. We did about six months of rehab with him, antibiotics, cage rest. Um, it was really, really hard on him. And um, the problem quite quickly became apparent the leg wasn't healing. Um, they'd put in quite a lot of metal wear in there and he was still very lame on it, still very painful on it. It just wasn't healing. Um, he wasn't able to walk on it. And I really kind of had to battle with the specialists to get them to listen to me to say that his quality of life isn't what it should be. He's still very lame on it. Um, basically, he'd got an infection in the metal wear. And um, they... I said at that point, I said, I think I want his leg amputated because I think that he will be better without the leg. Um, and the specialist said, no, 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 like that's last resort. We can fix it. We can fix it. And as I said, this went on for about six months. In the end, I went back to my primary vet, discharged him from the specialist and finally found a vet that listened to me. And I said, he will be better with that leg off. So we had the leg amputated. Um, I was obviously devastated that he had come to this. Um, I remember the day he broke his leg, I rang my mum and I said, Buddy's broken his leg. And she was kind of like, oh, what, what? Um, what does that mean? And I said, well, best case scenario, a little bit of time in a splint or a cast. Worst case scenario, they have to amputate his leg. And then burst into tears. And no one really thought it would come to that. And it did. Um, we were just really unlucky. But... Um, we had his leg amputated and the day that I picked him up, he, um, they brought him out of the veterinary practice. He pulled the lead out of the veterinary nurse's hand and went on zoomies around the car park on three <laughs> legs whilst I'm bawling my eyes out because they brought my dog out with three legs. And I just looked at him and I was like, do you know what, kid, you're going to be absolutely fine. You don't need four legs. Um, that summer... Well, two months after he'd had his leg off, we did physio, we did hydrotherapy, and I went to my fly ball trainer and I said, three-legged dog doing fly ball, has it ever been done? Can we do it? And she was like, I'm not sure, we can give it a go. So we tried him, like, and he just took to it. Then he ran exactly the same as he did when he had four legs. He still box turned, he still raced. Um, he did another three years flyballing on three legs. In that time, he took two British Championship titles with his team. Um, we retired him from flyball August, just gone, and he retired as British champion. Um, he continues to race in Canicross, um, which he's done all the whole time through. Um, he races in the junior Canicross category with some of the younger children, which he absolutely loves. Um, and he also still comes out on the bikes and adventuring with all of us. I'm exhausted listening yeah. to, to you telling me what he does, and obviously you do this with him. Freya, what an incredible story. Yeah. And just watching Buddy, the way he looks at you is reflected in the way that you look at him. There's some 
incredible bond there, isn't it? Uh, and thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, you enjoying Crufts so far? Love it. But you enjoying? Love he, it. You said he'd, he'd stolen a ball. We shouldn't well, say anything. But. Yes. So we walked past the stand, and they had a rather nice tub of Oops. tennis balls. And he sat and looked at the lady, and the lady was like, "Oh, do you want to cuddle?" And I was like, "I actually think he wants one of my tennis balls." Fantastic! <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. Um, lovely to come into the studio and share your story. It's been an absolute pleasure to meet you and Buddy. Thank you. Uh, very enjoy much. the rest of Crufts. Thank you.